bad guy in a little coat. Bad guy in a little coat. Hey, this is Jonathan, and welcome to Fat Guys in Little Coats. Pete, welcome back. Uh, I'm back. Yes, I'm back. Finally. Back. <laughs> You've had a very busy last, uh, I guess, week and a half, I guess. Not, days? Ten days. Ten days, yeah. Ten days. Very busy ten days. First, uh, you just uh, you went to Steel City Con in Pittsburgh. You and I went. and um, yeah, We talked about if, that last week, yeah. We talked about that last week. And uh, almost immediately upon getting home, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, change your underwear. Got a drink of water and hopped in the car. And I can't promise to change my underwear. Met, met your friend Adam and went to uh, Las Las Vegas and Arizona. Yes. So uh, we're here to talk about um, your your trip to Arizona and um, Las Vegas. Now, as you know, uh, Fat Guys was originally founded to talk about trips we took together, but we discovered that we don't travel that much together. We don't like each other enough to travel <laughs> all the time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we we're going to talk about our, our little separate trips and stuff like that. Um, so Pete, tell, now not your first time in Las Vegas, obviously. Yeah, it wasn't my first time. So let me go back, you know, leaving, uh, John and I did not drive back and forth together to Steel City Con. So um, on my way home from Steel City Con on that Sunday, I, we had a little traffic. I got home, literally talked to my wife for about three minutes had my bag already packed, put it in the car, and had to drive to New Jersey because I was flying out of Newark Airport where I was meeting my buddy Adam, or better known as Red. And we were leaving to go to Las Vegas for a few days and then Phoenix for four days. So, okay. so, I'll, I'll, so I'll start with this. Vegas was great, but let me tell you about my adventure before we got to Vegas. Sure. So our flight was at 10 a.m. on Monday morning from Newark Airport, which usually no problem, no issues. Um, we got to the airport around 8 o'clock, hoping, saying, okay, we got two hours to kill. We get there, and I got a text message that the plane is going to be delayed. And we're like, okay, no big deal. It's going to be delayed uh, an hour. It's going to be uh, takeoff at 10.55. Now, was this a what was this a weather issue? Because I don't remember if the weather was. No, so the plane the plane was coming from Miami. Okay. Okay, and it was partly cloudy outside on Monday. Uh, chance of rain. Now they use with sports. No, uh, so we we were like, okay, the plane is running late. So we're like, okay, no problem. So we're like, all right, we'll go eat and do some other things. The next update I get is like, it's to be at twelve o'clock. Okay, no problem. We'll still we can just hang out and get a drink of, of non-alcoholic uh, variety and just hang out. About 10 minutes after that, we got a text saying uh, the plane was delayed till 4 o'clock. Wow. So wow. We, we were originally supposed to be in Las Vegas. <laughs> Five hours, yeah. Um, at, 12, at 12 o'clock Vegas time. Uh, so needless to say, every flight at Newark Airport pretty much got delayed. Because wow. I guess all the planes were coming from other places or the direction they were going, the weather was so bad. Uh, so it turned out, we're like, okay, I have pictures. I put it on Facebook and uh, on, on Instagram of what the, the terminal looked like when everybody found out that all their planes were, all their flights were delayed and or canceled. Actually, the, the flight that was after mine to Vegas got canceled completely. So, oh, wow. Yeah, so when we were waiting to get onto the plane, I mean, there was literally like 60 people listed on the, the standby list. 
So I'm like, oh, thank God I bought my ticket and I bought the Economy Plus because I can't sit in the back like a little baby. And uh, <laughs> so um, I had to, you know, I had to sit up close because I am like very claustrophobic. I hate planes, especially when I have to go five or six hour trip. So going across country is not fun with me. So, uh, you know, we ended up getting on the plane at four o'clock and we got to Vegas seven o'clock of their time. Uh, we actually, usually it's like a five and a half hour flight, but they must have been hauling because we got there in about four hours and 40 minutes. Right. Uh, so we got to the, you know, got down to the Vegas. Uh, we rented a car and we were staying at one of the great places in Vegas, which is not in the Strip, Samstown. Um, Samstown is a casino. It's kind of like the the local casino. Does that make sense? Like this is where a lot yeah, of where the locals go. Right. A lot of locals go there. Um, I have to tell you. Great food, whole bunch of stuff, but my parents go there a lot, so I had some complimentary rooms. So we decided to stay there. And how, how are the rooms? The rooms are great. I mean, it's a you know, it's a hotel. It's kind of like it's literally like the Monroeville room, except downstairs is casinos all. Over. I mean, like there's a casino. Right, Monroeville, Pennsylvania, where we go for Still City Comedy. Right. Okay. So, I mean, two beds. It's a, it's a nice room. Really nice uh, view of the mountains. Um, but it's about 15 minutes off off the strip. Okay. Which is fine because you're not, you know, 20-somethings looking to have, you know, whatever whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas type fun. So. Right, exactly. Wink, wink, yeah. nod, nod. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> so, um, we got into, Ve- into Sam's Town. Now, just so you know, we got into Vegas and it was 105 degrees. So, and if I would anybody tells you it's a dry heat, they're liars. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, it was very hot. We got down there. We actually had dinner at the hotel restaurant called the Angry Butcher, and it's a, it's a steakhouse, but they make some of the best. French onion soup that I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, you are a connoisseur of French onion yeah, soup. Yeah, I do love the French onion soup. And um, so I had the French onion soup, soup, stoop, and I had steak Louis, uh, Louisiana, which is basically like mushrooms and like uh, like this brownish sauce. If I'm saying that wrong, Adam, just call and uh, let me know. <laughs> Tell me I said <laughs> the wrong one. But uh, it was some, one of the best steaks I've ever had in my entire life. And you wouldn't think going into this place, especially Samstown, is in, in like, the hood of Las Vegas. Right. So you're like, ah, oh, you know, how could could it really be? Fantastic food, angry butcher. Make sure when you go there, you ask for Morty, the uh, the waiter. He's been there for thirty plus years. The guy is hilarious. That's funny. Just so <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> All right. So that was your first night there. Yeah, we went up to the strip. Um, we didn't do a lot of gambling, believe it or not, the first night. And we went up to the strip and we pretty much walked from the Tropicana down to the Bellagio, which was like, according to my step my step counter, we did 32,000 steps that day. So between walking the terminal of the, ho- of the, hotel, of the airport and then going to the strip, uh, we did a lot of walking. So my feet, my feetsies were killing me when we went to bed that night. Your feetsies. <laughs> my feetsies. <What>? My feetsies. <laughs> my not my feetsies. 
Your feces? <laughs> Jesus, not my feces. Stop. Look, this is a family show. Stop all the shit talking. <laughs> hey, language, language. <laughs> You're the one that said feces. <laughs> anyway, so that's that was the first night. We did meet a bunch of people that night. Um, a lot of great people. We actually had. We went to the bar and and uh, Adam had some alcoholic beverages. I kind of hung out and we just talked to these all these people from Florida and from you know New Jersey, Arizona. Uh, just having a good time and we were trying to get to a show that night but because of our late arrival we weren't able to go see we were going to go see one of the Circus Olays but we just didn't get a chance to do it okay 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 all right all right all right (laughs) so what happened (laughs) so the next day we got up um, of course I went to we went down to the casino and I lost some money we went to a great breakfast place though did you ask someone to help you find it my, yes, I said, please can I have my money back? I think I dropped it in the machine. And they said, you're out of luck. <laughs> uh, Wheel of Fortune is not my favorite machine anymore. Uh, oh, that's Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah, I didn't love it that day. Um, so we, we gambled for a little while. Then we went to this restaurant in town called the, the Omelet House, which all their omelets, John, and I know you don't like eggs, are made with six eggs. Oh Six gosh. large eggs. Okay, so the omelet was as big as a house. Sounds like a heart attack waiting to happen. Yes, but I had uh, their corned beef hash, which was made with real hash. It was fantastic. Um, and you'll hear that as a, a theme. All the food I have is pretty good. Yeah, I, I feel like all you did was eat on this trip. <laughs> you know what? I think so. If you look at my Instagram page, it probably was. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, Adam Adam had uh, some hash browns and stuff. Their hash browns are great, but the omelets, John, really, honestly, if you love eggs, this is the place to go. Um, all the hot sauce, you know, a lot of Mexican food in the in the you know the uh, Southwest. Um, I guess Vegas is in the Southwest, so yes, it um, is. so we did that. We went out, you know, came back, kind of gambled some more, lost some more money, and then we decided to do the strip again and take the other half. Um, which again, we ran into some of the same people that we saw, you know, and we did meet some other people playing the tables. Um, we went to the new, the new, uh, the new um, casino, the, Cosmopol- the Cosmopolitan. Oh, okay. Beautiful, beautiful one, beautiful, uh, beautiful hotel, beautiful casino. I mean, Richie Rich uh, had to be there. I felt like I was at a place in my John Cruden T-shirt. And sitting at the bar, um, great, great, uh, great drinks there. Uh, the atmosphere is fantastic. The bars, I mean, really, it was like walking into a Hollywood set. I think. Oh, very cool. Yeah, very nice. Um, the dealers were very nice too. I'm not going to go into more any more detail than that. Um, so all fair, all fair. <laughs> yeah, all fair. So we we did we did Cosmopolitan. We walked into New York, New York. Which if you're you're not from New York, New York, uh, from New York itself. It's it's actually pretty interesting. They have like a lot of the main streets, Greenwich and, um, you know, some of the Soho type of things there. Um, we actually went to a piano bar uh, where there was the dueling pianos. Anybody ever been? You ever been to a dueling piano uh, bar? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, right. These guys were fantastic. I don't remember their names, but we had such a good time. Uh, again, um, Adam and I were there because we were kind of like just trying to do like a a bros week but you know we got like I said we met and talked to a lot of people so it was pretty exciting very cool yeah very cool alright so that was uh, Tuesday Tuesday 
So our plan. So let's just. Go, our plan was to be in Vegas for two nights and then drive to Arizona. So, so Monday night, Tuesday night. Yeah, Monday night, Tuesday. So Wednesday morning, early, we got up and checked out around seven o'clock, and we drove down to the Hoover Dam. Okay. So we went. That's down- about forty-five minutes away. Right. Uh, it's on the Nevada Arizona border. Exactly, and if if. Uh, it's one well, of, let me just say this: if 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 you, if anyone's out there is in Las Vegas for more than two days, take a, take a morning and drive out to the Hoover Dam because it, it really is something to see, and it's only forty five minutes away. Yeah, so it's really something to see. Go ahead, I'm sorry. This was my second visit to Hoover Dam. I was in Vegas in February, and I went there my uh, with my my parents. And the disappointing thing about the Hoover Dam for me is I can't do the dam tour, and that's what they call it, the dam tour. Yeah, because of my health issues. But from what I gather, it's probably one of the best tours of one of these places throughout the country. When you found out, then you go, damn, damn, damn. damn, damn. That's right. I did, damn. I did my uh, Doc Brown impersonation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have to, right? So I took a lot of great pictures, which I also will put on, um, Instagram. on Instagram. But I'll tell you the one thing that was interesting. And again, I was only I'd been to Hoover Dam twice, and it was the same year. But, you know, I've noticed... If you've been to the Hoover Dam, right, John? Yes, sir. When was the last time you went to Hoover Dam? Oh God, um, uh, was I there last? I think 2016, maybe. 2016. Last so, time I was in Vegas, I think I, I went. So what amazed me the most is not just like, I don't I don't look down. I hate heights, so I really didn't look down too much. I had to take my camera and kind of like force it down and then come. Oh, look at that! You know, looking down um, on the water side of the Hoover Dam now. It's amazing where the salt line is, where the water used to be to where it is now. Uh, right. I found that fascinating because it was even lower than it was in February. And I don't know if you've been there with the dam where it was really high up. But from what I've heard and what people explained, like the tour guide was saying that the water really was almost to the top of the dam. Or like, you know, not that you could touch it, but like right, right. definitely a few hundred feet more up. So I was like, wow, that's interesting. And seeing that, you know. Now, is, is it our drought going on or did they say why it's so low? It did, uh, he didn't really go into detail with it, but I'm pretty positive. You know, Vegas gets like eight inches of rain every 10 years. So that could have been the issue, to be honest. Not a lot of rain. No, it's not a lot of rain. <laughs> um, so, but if you haven't walked on the, the dam and walked across going into Arizona, into California now, going in February, uh, there's a... A time change. Now Arizona doesn't um, do daylight savings. Doesn't do like da- daylight savings. So this time, it was the same time. So that picture I took with you know the clock here and the clock there was the same time. So it really didn't make any sense. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, you know I had to do it anyway. So but, did you? <laughs> yeah, did you? Did you really? So I you know I thought one of the other interesting things there, just so you know, it was 110 degrees on top of the dam. And there were some monks there uh, visiting and doing the tour, and they were all fold out in garb. And yeah. I'm like, oh my, I don't even know how they could handle that that heat. I was like sweating as soon as I walked out, out of the car. Um, very hot. Go in like November or December if you're going uh, to go see the Hoover Dam. But again, something that you, you have to see, like John said, if you're in Vegas. Right. Take the drive. The last time I was there, I saw ram- like actual animal rams. Um, it's it's just a beautiful sight to see. It's, it's, 
it's one of those things. If you've ever been to a big city like New York City or or, or, or one of the bigger cities, it, it, for me, I remember the first time like seeing the World Trade Center and the Empire State Building, like being next to them. You're amazed that human beings could build such a thing. You know, and I felt that way going over to the the, uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, and you feel that way standing on top of the Hoover Dam. Um, it's just amazing. It's just an amazing feat of engineering. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, you know, I don't have the the beavers built that dam, but it's pretty damn high. <laughs> Beaver, get it? I, I get I, it. I know. Anyway, there goes my humor. So we did the Hoover Dam. Uh, so again, the plan was to drive from Vegas to Arizona, right. Phoenix, Arizona. Right. So normally, if you're just going to Phoenix, you'd go. It's a four-hour drive. Well, we decided besides going to Hoover Dam, we'd t- take a ride to. Uh, the Grand Canyon. Now, in between right. the Grand Canyon and uh, Hoover Dam, we did stop at Lake Mead. Right, beautiful Lake Mead. Beautiful Lake Mead. Um, we didn't really spend a lot of time there, but it's it's a beautiful site. There's so many beaches and uh, things to to do there. And um, but we did we just kind of stopped. I got my stamp. Uh, there's two stamps there, I believe. Two. Well, explain what stamps are. Right, so, stamps are what you do when you you know mail a letter. It's, no, so there's a. John actually got me involved in this. It's the National Parks. Um, what's the exact Pass, passport? Passport, where you go to these places, all these national uh, forest uh, reservations, battlefields, and they have actual stamps there that you know indicate that you've been there and that you traveled there. Right. So any anything that falls under the National Park Service's, uh, I guess, jurisdiction, for lack of a better term. Uh, they have stamps there, and, and your passbook, passbook is broken up into the regions like northeast, uh, southwest, things like that. And when you go to these parks, they'll have a stamp there for you to get a little stamp, uh, just like a passport. Um, <clears throat> so, And sometimes they'll have more than one. Like they'll have a reason to have more than one stamp there. And you know, so they just like a regular stamp says time and date and name of the park. Um, so Lake Mead is a national park site. Uh, the Hoover Dam isn't, though. No, Hoover Dam is not. Like, Hoover Dam is not, but National Parks, I mean, Lake Mead is, so there were two stamps there. And these are your first, these are your first Southwest ones, I think, right? Uh, no, I actually have, uh, I they had, a, so I was at Lake Mead the last time I was oh, okay. in Vegas, so I did get that stamp, but it was a different one this time, and then it was the one that I had, so I was like, okay, I'll, I'll get, get it again anyway, so I have it. And I was very upset with myself, because when I got to Lake Mead to get the stamp, I didn't have my book. Oh really? Yeah. So I had to use scrap paper. I'm not to like tape it into the book. I was very. Where was your book in your in your you? Yeah, it's in my drawer in my bedroom. Where's oh, it? you oh you left it in Jersey. Yeah. I mean, in Pennsylvania at home. Yeah, I didn't have it with me at all. Oh right. wow. Very yeah. upset. I mean, I was crying. Um, I wasn't really <laughs> crying, but I was I upset about it. So we went to Lake Mead, and then we traveled to uh, the the Grand Canyon, which was another three and a half hour drive, and. Right. Beautiful scenery. I have to tell you, driving in the southwest into Arizona, um, there's nothing really there, but it's all desert. But the mountains, it's it's very beautiful. Um, again, I'm a, I'm a city boy, so, I mean, I love New York City. I, my breath was taken away by by this drive. Yeah, it's, I mean, the, the American Southwest is just a beautiful country, just a beautiful part of the country. Now, have you been, you've been to the Grand Canyon, John? Yeah, I did, I did exactly what you did. I was out there, uh, I went to Vegas for a wedding years ago. We were there for five days, and we spent one whole day. We went to Hoover Dam, and then we continued on 
the five hour or whatever it was to the Grand Canyon. That was my first time there. And you're right, it's just beautiful. Yeah, so we get to the oh, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say we did it all in one day is you know, we drove all you know, all the way out the Grand Canyon and we stayed there for about five hours and we drove all the way back. Yeah, that's a long that's, drive. <laughs> well, yeah, this is probably I was in my twenties, so you know. It's a long drive, and we, you know, we we went back to the hotel at like ten o'clock at night. We ate, we went out partying that night. It was, yeah, it's stuff I could not do now. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm, I'm very happy that Adam, who was my tour guide for this, I was a tour guide for Vegas. He was a tour guide for for Arizona, and he did a great job. And he did all the driving. So we get to the Grand Canyon now, and I've never been there now at this point in time. And I'm like, all right, it's a hole in the, it's a hole in the earth. Uh, let's do this and get the hell out of there. <laughs> but yeah. um, so we get there, we park, and I'm like, oh, where the hell is this thing at? And he's like, we're gonna go up here, and we walked up to it, and you know, because Adam's like, you know, you think you see a bunch of stuff with the drive? He's like, wait till you see this. And I looked out to it. And for, my first thought was, oh, crap, don't fall. The second thought was, oh, my God, this is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Now, you guys are at the South Rim, right? We're at the North Rim. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because um, I, I think it. Yeah. I think I've only ever been at the South Rim. And there's like, there's a huge driving. Because you have to drive around the Grand Canyon to get from each rim. Right. Like, you know, obviously. Like going across, like you can see the North Rim from the South Rim. Yeah. But you have to drive all the way through. It takes like eight hours or some crazy thing like that. Right now, yeah. now, the Grand Canyon is again another one of these stamp situations. There's right. actually, so, you know, like I said, we've gone to these before. Grand Canyon actually has six visiting centers with, yeah. with six different stamps. There's actually eight stamps. You can't get them. You have to go to each visitor site to get right. the stamp. So right. I only went to one visiting uh, visitor center. Well, yeah, I, it's, like I said, because they're 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 situated all around the Grand Canyon. Yeah. So you would be driving all day just to try to get the stamps. Right. So we we got out at the rim. We walked around it. We went down a little bit. Now again, for people that know, I do have some health issues, so I couldn't do a lot of it. Now Adam went down and and walked down a little bit further than I did. Um, we actually took the trolley to a couple of the other little locations. Again, I'll put pictures on Facebook, but I was so in awe about what I was seeing that I, I you know, my thing of heights kind of like disappeared very quickly. Yeah, it, it does. It, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, it's just majestic. It's, it's just incredible. Yeah. And um, it, you're just thinking, wow, you know, your problems yeah. kind of disappear when you're looking out there. Yeah, it does have a tendency to make you feel smaller, make make the problems in your life feel a little less, a little smaller. Yeah. Um, I think the last time I was there was in '09 uh, when I drove across country, and we. Um, well, I remember we were there, and there was like a, a kid, like a teenager, maybe early twenties, like he had gone past the poles, the railings, and he was sitting on this rock, just looking over at the Grand Canyon, and it's a nice flat rock. He's looking over it. And he's he's literally over the Grand Canyon. Like if he, it was a big piece of rock, but if he had fallen off the rock, he would have died. And he's sitting there, all peaceful. And I'm looking at him. I'm with my, I was with my, uh, my my cousin, and I said to him, "Somebody to go out there." And my brain's like, "If he could do it, I could do it, right?" Right. And he's like, "Oh, you better not. You know, he's beyond the pole. Well, you know, because he shouldn't have been that. You know, he shouldn't have been there. You, you know, you have to stay behind the uh, the guardrails." I'm like, "Ah, if he could do it, he could do it." Let me tell you, I got my head under that pole, right? And I looked around. I look at the rocks I had to walk to to get to where he was. 
I was like, I ain't gonna make this. I, I got so scared all of a sudden. I'm like, yeah, if I was 20 years old, I would have climbed out there, but not now. No, like, I, even at 20 I years old, like, I think I would have. Yeah, I felt my sense of balance was off and everything. I'm like, yeah, this ain't gonna work for me. But it, it was weird how quickly I was like, oh, I, I was like, oh, I can do this. I can, oh, no, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> so we did spend about two hours actually physically walking the area uh, of the uh, the park. We actually ate at the park as well. We had, uh, they have like a little market area and I had a pretty good, uh, pretty good sandwich there. And Adam had, uh, I think Adam had one of the pizzas and they were actually pretty good. So again, a lot of people there and you know, John, it was really hot. I don't know how you could do, I didn't even know if you could do this heat. It was like 105 degrees and, I'm, and I was like struggling to uh, to get through this walk and even at sometimes I'm like Adam I gotta go inside and and take a break um, right. but there was a ton of people there I, millions of people it felt like were there um, so we, we we did the walk we did we did the, the north rim I believe it was and Adam again you can make comments and tell us where exactly we were um, but we got in the car and we actually drove so we were gonna drive, so we were driving to Phoenix. We said, "Okay, we had enough. Let's drive to Phoenix." And Adam's like, "Well, let's go the scenic route, which really went along the entire uh, Grand Canyon." So, for most of the drive, the Grand Canyon was on my left-hand side, and we could see, like, for at least for an hour, hour and a half, we were like driving past the Grand Canyon. Right. So it was a great view. Uh, fantastic place. I would definitely recommend it. Um, go in again when it's not as hot out and spend a lot of time there. I, I think you could probably spend an entire day there if you really, oh, yeah. if you want to hit all the visiting centers and get all your stamps. And uh, well, people hike down them into the canyon, yeah. and ride donkeys and a lot of stuff. Yeah. Listen, Alice from the Brady Bunch took the donkey down, so um, I was excited to do the same thing. But then I saw the donkey and I'm like, no. Mm. <laughs> You're worried people are going to point and laugh and say, look, an ass riding an ass. That's right, exactly. <laughs> Man, you got all my jokes. Uh, so, yeah, they had like, we actually saw the farm where they actually keep the donkeys. And because they're still bringing, so what the, the tour guy was saying is that they uh, they still do bring up materi- uh, materials back and forth with the donkeys down to the, uh, the bottom of the canyon. Oh, okay. Yeah, so uh, it was definitely a fantastic opportunity. And spend time there if you can, because. You will be in awe. Um, so from there, we drove to Phoenix, Arizona, which was another four and a half hours, uh, which... Oh, well, wait a minute. So yeah. did you stop to eat anywhere or you just ate at the Grand Canyon? Like no, uh, no, no tales of delicious food? No tales of delicious food at the Grand Canyon other okay. than what we ate at the marketplace. Um, that morning, we got up at like seven o'clock before we went to the Hoover Dam and we had uh, breakfast at the Edison... Edison Einstein bagels, which again it's a chain, but the bagels were fantastic. I have to tell you, surprising not New York, but definitely uh, uh, great bagels. Um, so we got down to Phoenix in about four hours. We checked into the JW Marriott. Uh, it's like it's a resort. It's a golf resort, and uh, we stayed in one of the villas there. Uh, beautiful place, very beautiful. Uh, which I could talk about in a little bit. We got refreshed, freshened up, took a little nap and relaxed. And then we went to this bar called this, this bar restaurant called the Sandbar, which, John, I tell you, it's 
the activity there. Um, not only like the, the lovely ladies that are there, but the food, the atmosphere, the music. I mean, it's a it's a great Mexican bar, like Mexican restaurant. Right. They have like this outside bar, which in Arizona, you know, the outside bar is a norm for all these restaurants because it right. never rains there. It's just hot as hell. And but every restaurant has these this, the the uh, vapor spray, this the uh, the sprinkler type of thing out there, like the mist, and you you can walk into it, and it's pretty cool, literally cool and cool. Uh, <laughs> so I had uh, three of the best fish seafood tacos I think I've ever had in my entire life. Second only to the place I had I went to in California, but these were very 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 good and very close to that. Um, it was a shrimp t- a shrimp one. Uh, a mahi-mahi and then a um, shoot oh it was a a, uh, lobster one fantastic I know you don't need any of that stuff (laughs) no (laughs) but uh, the sandbar in Phoenix uh, great restaurant great atmosphere Um, I would definitely do it again if if I did or when I go to Phoenix I got a question in Las Vegas did you go to the end the arena, the Golden Knights Arena, or, or the did. Black Knights Arena? We didn't. We didn't uh, we, or Golden Knights. Golden Knights. Golden Knights, yeah. We didn't go to the arena. Our plan was, honestly, to go to one of the um, Vegas 51 games. And if you don't know who Vegas 51 are, they're the minor league team of the Mets. Okay. They were out of town. So our whole plan was, kind of like what we do with Fat Guys, um, is go to a ball game of some kind. Obviously, right. eat all the food and then hope we meet celebrities. Now, uh eat the food and we really wanted to go to a ball game there but the, the trip and even going to Phoenix we couldn't get to a ball game either because there wasn't uh, anybody in town okay alright I'm sorry go ahead no, so uh, Arizona Arizona yeah welcome to Phoenix uh, so we got back to the villa hung out now the, the the villa at the JW Marriott they have this lazy river which it's it's gotta be at least a mile long it feels like a mile long you can get in, you can have drinks, you can walk up to the pool bar, get a beer or a non-alcoholic beverage, and just float around. Uh, so the next morning, Adam, who is the avid mountain climber, decided to go to Camelback Mountain. Now, Camelback Mountain is one of these uh, mountains that tourists go to that they want to they, they hike. Wait, Camelback? It's called Camelback, yeah. I think that was back east. There's a camelback there, too. But this is Camelback Mountain. Um, It really does. I've seen pictures. and I drove past it when I was in Phoenix. It's two big mountain ridges, okay? So if you're not familiar, you know, when you're in Arizona, you're at about 1,000 feet above seawater. Like in New Jersey and Pennsylvania, it's like 50 or 60. Um, Well, yeah, depending where you are. Depending where you are, right? These mountains are two and 3,000. So Adam decided he wanted to go climb them at, at 9 o'clock in the morning in 105-degree weather. And I said, well, you know, that sounds great, but I'm going to go sit in the pool. <laughs> so, I'll be on the Lazy River. <laughs> that's right. So I spent most of my time on the Lazy River. And Adam, who I would I've had him come on and kind of tell his story with Camelback, but needs to say he was very tired when he got back. Um, right. It is one of those mountains, kind of like the Grand Canyon, that you, you when you get to a certain point, you're kind of like, wow, you're in awe. And right. it's, it's a good place to go to be like, you know, who saw yourself and kind of get rid of your problems type of thing. So yeah. 
we did we he did that i was at the pool he came back i was still at the pool uh he left again i was still at the pool <laughs> um so we kind of you know broke for lunch and we went to god i can't remember it was a great place too darn it um god i can't remember the damn restaurant now i'll, I'll remember as we go along but so that then that day we we got kind of went uh went around went down to downtown phoenix and I walked around there um, we went and had a a beer at this place called the Arrogant Butcher. As you see the theme, <laughs> we went to the Angry and the Arrogant. We had a beer there, and then um, oh, I'm sorry, that was actually Friday. Uh, then we went to a restaurant. I'm trying to think of the name of the place. I'm sorry. We went to. I'm trying to think. Darn it! I'm not prepared for this one. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's we'll move to on. another restaurant. So yeah, so we we ended up going to. Dan Marley's restaurant. Uh, you know, if anybody doesn't know who Dan Marley is, he was a guard for the Phoenix Suns, and he has this great burger joint, which we ended up going to twice. Um, the food and the wings and uh, the burgers were fantastic. The service was unbelievable. We had a server named Shayna, who was a Broncos fan, so that was the only bad thing about her. But very, very personal, very uh, attentive to you know us. Like I said, I can't say enough about how the food was. Um, it's a sports bar with it's got to be at least forty TVs with every game known to man going on at this place. Um, so if you're in Phoenix, you definitely got to hit. Um, you got to hit this this Dan Marley place. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So on Friday, we went to. Because the Diamondbacks weren't in town, we actually did a tour of the Diamondbacks Stadium. That's cool. Yeah, uh, it's now called Chase Stadium, uh, not Shea, Chase. Um, now, they, the Diamondbacks weren't in town. So, But the great thing about this tour, John, is it was $7. Now, wow. I've, yeah, I've been on stadium tours that were like $15, $20, and we really didn't get anywhere. This stadium tour, they took us everywhere and anywhere in that stadium. Uh, we took a, we obviously we started out in the foyer and then we were walking the out the outside part of the st- the uh, part the the um, what the hell is it called the uh, God I can't think of the word I'm having such a brain fart you know where you get the food and stuff right where the all the concessions the concession area but it's like this huge concession area and it goes all the way around the stadium. So we walked in there, and again, it looks like the food had been fantastic. Unfortunately, nothing was open. There's a Fridays that's actually attached to it, and when you go into the Fridays and you go up on top, there's a deck where you can actually eat out and watch the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. So one of the most uh, spectacular things to me with this stadium is I've never been to a stadium with a dome, and the dome is massive. It's It makes the stadium... It's definitely interesting. Now, again, if you don't know, being in Phoenix, it's 114 degrees at 10 o'clock at night. So they, they closed this dome, and they actually air-conditioned the whole building to 70 right. degrees. Now, the one interesting thing with this, they actually roll their grass out, and then they uh, bring it back each um, at the end of every season. Really? Yeah, it's like on the rollers. That's interesting. That's so uh, but it actually is real grass. Uh, you have they actually have sunlight on it and shade areas so that the grass grows evenly. 
Um, There's people working on the uh, on the field the entire time. Um, it was it was just amazing to see this going on. So we went there. Our next stop was actually into the batting cage area of the visiting team. So you know you, you go into a stadium, you don't think there's anything really underneath it. It's just a, a ball field and stands. Right. There was a full batting cage on the visitor side. Okay, that was um, you. You go in. The players can practice there. They have like they can um, they can put shades and stuff to like uh, change the environment. So that if you're playing a night game or a day game, so kind of like you know you can mimic those things while you're waiting to bat. Okay. Uh, you know, stuff like you're just hanging out in the dugout, whatever. The the next place we went to was the visitors' dugout. Oh, not dugout. Um, the locker room, and I have pictures of this too. The locker room was amazing. What the visitors' locker room was amazing. The visiting locker room was amazing. Uh, you got to see, you know, there's 40 lockers in there. They have these thick leather chairs with the uh, the MLB lo- logo on it, where right. you sit at. Uh, and then two of the things that I thought were most interesting. One, on the board, they have all the rules of baseball. And the one thing that you did see was the don't bet on baseball. You know, we don't gamble. Right. That sign as well. And then the other thing was, now that baseball has the replay, there's actually no, there's a desk in the middle of the, uh, of the visitor uh, in this clubhouse right. where a guy sits and watches the game on, on the computer. And, well, you know, when they call to say, hey, I want to challenge this call, they call this guy and say, hey, should we challenge, should it? We challenge it or not? Oh, so okay. I thought it was fantastic. It was these two big 27-inch screens and then a phone, like, right in the middle. And I was just like, I would love to see that in action. But I, I also wouldn't want to be like, okay, I'm the guy. I'm watching the game on TV, but it's right outside my door. Right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's like, oh, my gosh. Well, you're getting paid, so. I guess you can't complain, right? Yeah. Uh, so after that, we went to uh, the, the the dugout of the of the Diamondbacks, and one of the things I thought was interesting as we're walking down the the aisle, two things that you notice: there's a tire that's that's like kind of glued or painted into the wall, like a real right. tire, rubber tire, right. hanging out there, and then a big bar across the top, like a, a chin-up bar. Okay. And he's like, the guy who was doing the tour, who was really great, uh, he's like, does anybody know what that tire is for? And I'm like, to beat the crap out of it when you're pissed off instead of taking it out on the wall. He's like, right. that's right. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah. Because he was showing, he's like, before we had that, we have some holes here, we have some dents here, we have some dents there. Uh, so I was like, that's fantastic. I want one of those in my hilarious. house. And then <laughs> the other bar, the bar was for Randy Johnson when he was there on the team yeah. so he, he could stretch his back because he couldn't get into the the doorways are so low right so they wanted to find a place for him that he can actually just stretch all the time so that's what that bar was there for oh, that's amazing that's pretty cool it's pretty cool so then we went into the into the dugout which again was really hot because it didn't have fans on or anything but right. you walk into the dugout and there's the field we couldn't step on the field but you can like literally get to the stop step and see baseball and you're like field of dreams oh man so well, we have to make it we have to go back there and see a game yes absolutely i'm 
I'm down for that. One of the things I thought was interesting in this aspect, in the dugout, now you know baseball has changed its, its rules along with the netting, right behind the line. You kind of like you can actually view at the net from from the dugout, and you th- it's it's definitely a different perspective. It looks weird. You know, you, you see the net, and you look up, it's like sixty, it's not fifty feet up in the air. Right. And you're thinking, oh my god, that thing's gonna bounce right off and hit me in the head. But um, it's definitely different because when I went to the Yankee, the Yankee tour back in 2008, that wasn't there. It kind, you know, it the it's it's kind of changed the game in regards to interaction with the fans. Right. The net has really like, you know, the play, the kids can't yell down to the guys and the guys can't like kind of flip the ball up. I think it's kind of changed the game. I get the, the safety of the people, but right. um, it was it was definitely interesting to see. And then they had. On the, uh, each side, you um, the camera guys, and then they had these fancy seats. With uh, they're called dugout seats, which is right next to the dugout, and they, you can have like a party in that room. Um, I also loved the the bullpen, the bullpen phone, and uh, the uh, the calling back to the the locker room phone. I always like those things. I don't know why, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm, finally, I get to see someone pick up the phone. So we were able to pick up the phone and make a call. I mean, it just rang, but. Uh, it was pretty interesting. So you pick up the phone and it just rings? Yeah, it just rings because there's no oh, one answering awesome. on the other side. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, I mean, it was it was a great tour. Um, got some great stuff. And then I actually picked up a couple uh, souvenirs from there. I got Kyle a baseball, an Arizona Diamondback baseball. Um, and I got one of his friends a baseball because his friend collects those things. And I bought a Diamondback hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's such a great ballpark to go see the game. And hell, the most important part in the outfield, there's a swimming pool. Oh yeah, you see it on TV all the time. You see it on TV. So apparently, that's where they have you can is, book, you can book that for parties. Isn't there a hotel connected to the stadium or no? I don't remember seeing one. I I I'll be I might be thinking of another stadium. So the you can rent out the pool. It fits 45 people. You have to book it two years in advance to rent the pool. It's $7,000 to rent the pool. Wow. Yeah. So Adam was... And you have to book it two years in advance? Like and there's, years. what, 82 home games a year? Yeah. I think it was, and seven grand? That's a nice chunk change. Well, you think about it. If, That's now, paying their air conditioning bill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, Adam said uh, when he was there five or six years ago and did the tour, it was... $1,200. So, so if you figure, even if you do, let's say, get 45 people together and say, hey, let's have a party there, and everybody pays their share, it's only a couple hundred bucks. Oh, so, yeah, sure. You know, and but each person, and you're like, all right, well, we got a pool. I mean, it is in the outfield, but it was, it's still a great view. And so, you get to be on TV. And yeah, you get to be on TV up. all the yeah, time. In yeah. your bikini or your Speedo. Yeah, sign me up for that. <laughs> sign me only- up. Only a couple of hundred to a thousand dollars each. You know, no, I'll, you know, I'll be right there. Just a couple. I mean, listen, you know, that's that's one Yankee game. <laughs> All right, that's true, Rockefeller. That is true. <laughs> All right, so you did the tour. And did, you have a, did you eat any place worth mentioning that night? That night I did. I'm, I'm actually looking up now so that I can make sure I got the right place. Um, we did go to, uh, gosh. We went to Marley's again, actually, <laughs> that night. The food uh, was good. Uh, yeah, the food was very good. Um, 
No, we, uh, that, no, that's right. So Adam's friend lives out there, uh, Nelson, who was a really nice guy. That night, we went to a place called Satini's Brothers Pizzeria Sports Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. This place was mobbed with people. I mean, everybody. For, Friday night, right? For a Friday night, mobbed with people. John, I tell you, I have a picture. I'll put it on uh, Instagram as well. There's literally at least 45 televisions in this Jeez. one room. And they had everything going on. Now, I will say the Cardinals game was on that night. Um, we were going to go to the Cardinals game. Unfortunately, they're in New Orleans. So, uh, what? They were in New Orleans. I thought Where? They were playing, the Cardinals were playing Arizona. The fo- in New Orleans? In New Orleans, football team. Oh, the football team. Yeah. So, this game was going on when we were at the bar. Um, great food again. Uh, I mean, they have burgers, pizza. Everything you could think of. Service was a little slow because there was about 75,000 people in this one building uh, watching these games. But they did have, they had the bar. Then they had like another area which had another bar. Plus they had pool tables, darts, uh, anything you can ask for in a bar. Uh, The food was great. um, And the atmosphere was just fantastic. Now, Nelson said, you know, Every Friday, Saturday night, this place is packed. But when there's a game on, he's like, people are falling out of the building trying oh, to get wow. in. Yeah. Uh, they had a nice patio area as well, again, with the sprinkle stuff. Um, but it was great food, great atmosphere. I would definitely go there again if I uh, if I had an opportunity to. Yes, definitely something I'd like to do. Oh, so on Saturday, so Saturday, we did the bar we went back again. We went back to the pool and floated around, and then uh, and then called it a night. We actually hung out at the hotel bar, which kind of like Monroeville, um, but it was definitely more spread out. Uh, no Heather there though. Heather wasn't there working. If for anybody who doesn't know, Heather's the the bartender at Steel City. Uh, oh, <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Oh yeah, Heather. Heather, yeah. So. John's friend Heather. She's a really nice person. She's wonderful. We love Heather. Yeah, we do love her, Heather. And it only took us four years to get her name down. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, Heather. Uh, Stephanie. <laughs> I called her Stephanie for some reason. Oh, okay. You know, uh, so the bar was great. You know, we went in there as well, too. So Saturday, uh, which was our our last day there. Um, no, I'm sorry. Friday, remember you asked me about Friday where we ate for lunch? We had a place called... Uh, Capertini's sandwich shop, which has, they have a the world's best sandwich. Okay. Which was it. what it was really good. It was a turkey. It was a turkey. It was called the Bobby, um, which was fresh turkey, like you know, breasted turkey, cranberry sauce, and stuffing. Wow, that sounds like it put you to sleep after you're done eating it. And man, it, yes, it did. I had to sleep on the way back to the hotel. Um, it was such a good sandwich. Very good. Uh, Adam didn't have it. He had the Italian, which he said was okay. And again, coming from New Jersey, this sandwich was like fantastic. So it was probably like a B plus in New Jersey, but it was <laughs> it was really, really good. So if you go if you go there, uh, go to Capertini's uh, and get the Bobby, and I will post the uh, the name of the place and the, probably a picture of the sandwich as well on our Instagram when we're done. Um, so we did that. Saturday morning was our last morning. So now our flight was leaving at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, so we decided that we were going to go and Adam wanted to do some 
souvenir shopping. So we went up to a place called uh, Cave Creek, which mm-hmm. uh, it's it's kind of like um, God. It's has a lot of Native American um, art and pottery and those type of things. So it was right. it was it was kind of like stepping into the old west. We walked. They had like this one little town area that was built like a saloon and and those type of things. If you like shopping and you like just walking around looking at like very eclectic art, this is the place to go in uh, in, in 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 Arizona. Um, Adam actually picked up a bunch of stuff, a lot of pottery and stuff. I actually got a bracelet and a ornament for for myself and for my daughter. Um, to bring back uh but if you you know it's a great place to spend the day and then we drove back to back to phoenix and we went back to marley's to have lunch and watch the raiders game and marley's as you see is a theme is a great place to go visit and, and eat lunch. yep and and i had when i had there that time i had the burger and the burger was great uh so we spent most of our time there and then we took a ride out to uh scottsdale and in scottsdale there's you know, again, Phoenix, it's Phoenix is so it has all these little the Scottsdale's, the uh, Tempe. We took a, we took a drive to Tempe and um, we walked around ASU, the, the university, which is a beautiful campus. It puts Kane to shame. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it was great campus. School was just about getting in session. Fantastic. And then we we finished our day before we went to the airport at a place called the um, Rust, Rust, Rustler's Roost and it's a steakhouse and again John people came out and it took 75 minutes to get a table uh, wow. so, so we ended up sitting at the bar waiting for the table and we ordered food at the bar and we, we uh, uh, told them to keep our table we had three appetizers there we had onion rings nachos and potato skins and I've been trying to watch my weight. That was definitely not a day to watch my weight. No, um, not on vacation. <laughs> but these potato skins were, were huge. They're as big as my head. And you can have but you know, you can have all the toppings on there or on the side. The onion rings were like these fresh you know like they made them, you know, dip the onion, they put it in the fryer, those and they crunched and they didn't, you know, have onion rings like kind of slip out um, when you're eating them. None of that. And then the nachos are just heaps of sour cream, jalapeno, everything. And we didn't get like the steak or anything, but the lady next to me was ordering a steak and it looked prime rib. It must have been as big as like Fred Flintstone's, you know, it's a Fred Flintstone steak. Oh, sounds all sounds delicious. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we after that, we went up to the airport and we, again, more drama at the airport. <laughs> So we get to the airport around uh, 9.30. Our flight's at 11 o'clock. We get on. They, they load us onto the plane. This is Sunday night. S- this is Saturday, Saturday night. Saturday Okay. Load us onto the plane. And they're about to take off. They're about, they're about to, to pull out. And the engine goes. Everything goes off. It goes black. I'm oh, like, gosh. oh, crap. <laughs> so the captain comes on and says that one of the engines... That heats that that runs that controls the air conditioner for the plane, um, was was down. So they're gonna see if they can fix it. So they have to self-start it and do all this stuff. So they get it going. We're about to pull out again. It dies again. 
And at this point in time, I'm like, just go back to the, go back, please, God. You know, please go back to the, uh, the gate and just get us a new plane. I, I have no problem waiting another day or whatever. I don't right. want to leave Phoenix at this point anyway. So they're like, well, we're going to see if we can get it again. If not, we're going to have to, to park. Luckily, they got it on the third time. I'm thinking, at this point in time, the 114 degree weather was pouring into the plane. So I was sweating like a crazy man. So they got it on and we took off and, you know, four hour flight. So we ended up leaving about an hour and a half later than we wanted to. That's not so bad. So it wasn't so bad. We come home. Wonderful to be back in New Jersey. And I'll tell you the one thing, I, you know, coming from 114 degree weather, we got we got into New Jersey at seven in the morning. It was 75 degrees. It felt like it was 40 degrees. <laughs> I'm like, I need my winter coat. And they're like, what are you talking about? It's 75 degrees. I'm like, it's freezing. <laughs> so you acclimated to yes. the hot weather. Huh? I will say this. I know we've talked about this before in person, on the air. I always wanted to move to like San Diego or the West Coast, California. I think I found my new place. Arizona. I really like Arizona. I know it's really hot there. Right. Um, but there's so much to do. People were so friendly. Um it was fantastic. And the best thing about it, during football season, again, that Monday night football game ends at ends at 8.30 instead of starting at 8.30. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the benefit of being on that side of the world, yeah. on that side of the country. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Football, football's over by 4 o'clock on Sunday. That's exactly yeah, right. Except for the evening games, yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was a great time. Had a great time with Adam. We kind of bonded. Uh, you know, Adam and I have been friends since high school, so... It was kind of our opportunity to uh, to go out and just kind of hang out and do like a guy's week. So it was great. Um, almost as fun as Steel City Con. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like it was more fun. It sounds like you ate better. I did eat a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, well it's not yeah. a bistro, but it was still good. Yeah. We'll have to uh, see if we can get out there, see a game or something. Yeah, we'll have to go like in April because it, you know, it is hot and I know that you're not a big right. Guy. Yeah, okay. So, um, yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Coming soon right. to Fat Guys, John and Pete <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> we'll see. Let's, let's, let's make it out of Pennsylvania first. <clears throat> the All right. Well, Pete, sounds like you had a great time. I'm, I'm glad you, you had a very busy traveling 10 days. Yes. Um, what did you do in those 10 days I was gone? I worked. <laughs> so, um, yeah, thanks for that. The job's a call. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, stay on the lookout for uh, Pete's uh, sports thingy, something new, sports minute. I don't oh, know what you call it. It's called Running Up the Score. <laughs> right, with, I get it. With, with my buddy Tom. Uh, make sure you listen to all of our stuff on brothersandarmchairs.com. I mean, John and Alan do a great show at Nerd and Me. Jason... Jason, Jay and I do an awesome show on Enter the Nerd Zone. Um, so we're going to be coming back soon. Jay and I are actually going to be, we're a little on hiatus because we both, I was on vacation. Jay's now back on vacation. So you'll hear from us soon uh, on Enter the Nerd Zone. And Jay and, I mean, Alan and John do two shows a week. Um, I don't know what's coming up. It's, uh, you know, coming up soon though. I'm sure they'll talk about something from the 80s or 90s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, We'll go from there. Brothersandarmchairs.com. Make sure you're checking us out. John? Pete, I'll see you on the road. All right, sir. <laughs>